This is your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes jam-packed with news of the day from the perspectives of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Top story. Pence and Pompeo seem to have negotiated a ceasefire with Turkey. They have negotiated five days of ceasefire to give time to the YPG Kurds to stand down and get away from the border. Now, unless they actually arranged with the YPG Kurds to do that, I'm not sure these five days make much of a difference. I looked into the Turkey news. I looked into the Syrian news, and uh, there's no mention of this in either of those news outlets. Even the Russian news just refers to to Pence and his declaration that this happened. Trump is doing a victory lap, saying this is what they were working for. They kind of... Uh, pushed the envelope here, and the reporter accused him of causing loss of life on purpose. Uh, but Wait, I don't know. Go yeah, back so to that for a second, the reporter accused yes, him of loss yes, of, just in the yes. Middle he of said, a... "Did you do this on purpose? Did you allow Turkey to invade Syria just to show the brutality of it, so that people would demand a reconciliation, or what? Demand that they came to the table, or what? Yeah." But they have to actually get something for it. And uh, so this Turkey situation is very hard to read. Very, very hard to read. I will point out, though, that Pence's victory speech was just full of, like, thank you for all the people whose hearts were bleeding in prayer for the end to this terrible conflict. It was extremely cynical and manipulative, in my opinion. And I know he is allegedly sincerely religious and that wouldn't even change the fact it would just mean to me that he's fooling himself to to put it in those terms and very somber terms for that thoughts and prayers are what accomplished it yeah maybe but it it just there's something wrong in my opinion with with acting as if profound grief can affect you for something so remote that you can't even yeah. under like you can't even be sure who's dying. They said ISIS wives and children are dying. Yeah. The most dangerous people in the world are dying. So are you aren't like isn't that same isn't he wouldn't he himself suggest that we rejoice over that? If that you know, depending on how you read it. I don't you know, but but here's the thing. So that's why I have my St. Peter's test. If you can't answer to St. Peter who you killed and why then you can't authorize your government to do it. Yeah. Just because he's he's telling us that sincerely God is on our side. I just it's I don't like it. It's cynical and it's not necessarily that he's a liar, but it it is kind of like he's there to be the guy who says that stuff. It's also what other religions tell people who they get to fight for them as well. The same thing. It, it is there is something very wrong with couching this stuff as a religious war, and and it's in it's in a lot of religions. My own, I've actually had to push back on the when my kids went to Catholic school, the principal for saying stuff like that. I'm like, I know that what you're talking about right there is a fraud. It was reported on Fox News as being a fraud. Yeah, it's when the ISIS supposedly beheaded the 21 Coptic Christians. I mean, I it's documented that it was a fraud. Yeah, and people died for it. And I just was like, you cannot tell the kids to pray for those people because it makes them want war. Yeah, it's the use of this type of technique that 
is used to try and get people to personalize it and care about these things. I've been thinking about this stuff a lot lately, too, with climate change. It's like people do not care about climate change. They care about the virtue signaling aspect or they care about the fact that they're afraid that that it's going to die or yeah, yeah, they. So they use these ways to lent, to bring people in on a personal level in order to get them to advocate for it. And you absolutely are going to need that if you want to come clean about the solar radiation management. Like I see that stuff in the sky all the time. And and it's still most people, people listening to me right now are going to be like, oh, she's going too far with that stuff. Okay, that's fine. But they're not admitting it yet. They're saying they're going to do it at some point. When they actually start admitting it, imagine the sky is going to be crisscrossed with that stuff. And in order for people to buy yeah. into it, they have to be terrified because I'm kind of terrified at what is raining down on us. They're like, that's just water vapor. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> it just spreads across the sky in this haze. And maybe it is just water vapor, but doesn't that affect the crops? But I don't believe it's just water vapor, and that's not what solar radiation management is meant to be. So when they start admitting it, they're going to have to admit that there's a bunch of metals in there and everything. Anyway, so they have to have people hysterical for that. Uh, Just a few more things on the turkey issue is that – so the sanctions come in a couple of tiers. So this was like this kind of almost symbolic sanctions first pass against the officials in Turkey. Then the next – step of even Trump's sanctions would be banning some weapons sales to Turkey. And then Liz Cheney has something in Congress that really wants to ban weapons sales to Turkey and sanction not only them, but I believe it's sanctions, but it is it is asking all other countries to refrain from weapons sales with Turkey. And here's the thing. Assuming that that prank call against Lindsey Graham was real, was really pranksters and not another way for our press to leak sincere commentary. Yeah. You know, if it were, it would be spread all over the paper. So they'd be like, Lindsey Graham accidentally said he's the greatest guy ever. You know, like it wouldn't, it, it just, it would be dealt with differently. So I think it's real. And I think that, so if it's real, then what Lindsey Graham wants and whoever he's associated with sounded very cronyistic to me. He wants the S 400, that Turkey's buying from Russia to stop and not be activated and for them to stop buying it, for them to start buying F-35s again, but most important, to have a trade agreement. So the activation is supposed to happen in April. This is a hardcore what to watch out for. Is it going to happen in April? This thing get activated? Are we going to get a free trade agreement? What is What is going to shake out? We're not going to know the answer on this one until... The pudding. That's the proof is going to be in the pudding. That's all I think. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of weaponry and troops went to Saudi Arabia recently. F-15s, uh, new air defense systems, and all of the troops needed to operate and maintain them, according to Defense News. And that is cited over and over again as a response to this Iranian attack on oil fields. But I'm beginning to think, or I'm continuing to think, that the supposed attack on the oil fields is was just a pretext for all this stuff moving in. And I assume it's for Saudi Arabia, not for this a larger conflict, but it might be for a larger conflict. Oh, and I have to issue a warning here to people. Uh this has happened to me before, and I didn't know what it was. And I asked the banker today. I had to go to the bank, and the guy said, "It's 
the USA Patriot Act requires this crazy thing. It happened a while ago. I had a babysitter who got, I paid with a check and she took the check and at the gym, she used the numbers off my check to automatically withdraw her gym payments. Who yeah, did that? so a babysitter. Maybe she asked me to the the gym wouldn't take cash, and I write, wrote her a check. Maybe instead of paying her, I just wrote a check to the gym. And when she went to the gym, the gym must have asked her. She was obviously a thief, but when the gym asked her, like, "Oh, do you want to just automatically draft out of this checking account for your gym monthly payments?" She said yes. I didn't notice it for a few months, and it was drafting out of my account. I went bananas. I called the the bank. I was like, this is insane. I never authorized this. This is insane. They were not helpful at all. They said they did like a fraud. I could never follow up on it. They didn't have the numbers. It was really a frustrating experience, and I was like shocked and horrified. I was like, that is the worst bank ever. So then today we file our taxes late like there's some reason we have to do an extension and we almost never i don't think we've ever owed taxes before we always get money back because we overpay my husband's very conservative and uh so we had a tax bill my husband paid it and then at the same time he didn't realize that the irs reached into our account and took the money out oh yeah and we didn't have enough money to make make that payment twice like it's a pro it's a real problem actually it's a continuing problem. That's in my happened life. to me before. Yes, I can't believe that. I was shocked because I didn't authorize it, but apparently they can go right had, in. Yeah, I think we had given them the account number for them to deposit our refund in. Like I never even wrote them a check. So I asked the banker, I was like really pissed. And he's like, oh, there's no stopping this. And we can't say no. Yeah. The USA Patriot Act. He requires that all banks accept without question every single ACH transfer request. Wow. Every single one. Yes, they cannot stop them. He said fraud and identity theft are absolutely rampant because of this. But I guess after 9-11, banking ground to a halt. And, I mean, my reaction is I need to get all of my money out of, like, any bank that anyone can do that in, you yeah. know, like any, like I just had reserves to like pay this stuff, but I mean, I just don't even, it's actually my account's totally overdrawn because of the IRS thing. And I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And he's like, they overdrew I your can, account. Yes. Yes. And he's like, well, you could open a line of credit. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just want my money back. You know? And he's like, well, it'll mess you up if you start bouncing these checks. I'm like, but I didn't write this check. Jeez, sounds like the mafia you're dealing with. There. No, I'm super, super bummed. But the fact, I mean, and he's like, well, but here's the risk. Okay, there's fraud and identity theft and all that. But but the problem is if there is an attack, do you really want all the transactions to go through? Don't you kind of want? Yeah. I mean, if you had to choose between uncontrolled Un unregulated banking transactions that you could not verify or grinding all to a halt. I'm, I actually would grind it all to a halt. Yeah, because a con artist would want to hijack that just like they people call people pretending to be the IRS. They'd want to they'd want to hack that. And if they accept- not even a con artist. What if it's the government? Well, the what government if the government decides? Yes, yeah, right. I mean, this is the IRS. Like I said to the banker, of course, I said, so I can't be a tax protester? 
<laughs> it was like, yeah, you definitely can't. So, so what if, I mean, I guess they can just do that. And if there's a big event and they decide we need a thousand dollar per person surcharge for this terrorist attack right now. Yeah. They can reach in there and take it. They have access. I, I've been telling people this for years, actually, when they bring up the IRS, cause it happened to me like eight years ago. And it was interesting because up until that point, I never knew how to get $6 out of my bank account. <laughs> it just sits there forever. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you I can't know, pick I know. out less than 10 with a, a No, card. And then they'll like eventually charge you a fee for having too low a balance, and then you'll owe the money. Yeah. See, I had done nuts. my taxes wrong, and they took the money because I did my taxes wrong. When I ended up redoing my taxes, they had to give me the money back. But I was just shocked when they went into my bank because I, I yeah it was gone. No, I they owe me money now, a lot of money, and they're not going to give it to me anytime soon. Yeah, that's when I started. You know, keeping... and I think they'll they might even keep it because when you owe money, they think you're going to owe it next year, and they they might just say we're not going to give it back to you. This is a reason to eliminate cash. Is because people this oh, yeah. makes you want to take cash out and put it in a shoebox under your bed, stuff like this. But if they eliminate cash, you can't do that. If we're all online. Oh, I was thinking there was a thing during the financial crisis where they said that they might nationalize retirement accounts. So like your 401k, they might decide that it has to be invested in federal treasuries or something. Like if they really can go in there and fiddle around with your bank accounts, this is anyway, I get, you know, I'm probably late to the party. It's probably happened to absolutely everybody but me because we always pay too much we've never had this where we they wanted to reach into our bank account before but anyway i just figured i'd issue a warning there uh okay the next big topic today obviously is the impeachment stuff so uh on the front page of the wall street journal is a picture of everybody sitting down including trump and Nancy Pelosi looming, and I'm sure she's tiny, but she's looming yeah. and waggling her finger at Trump. Just, it it's, looks so, and everybody looks like, I'm thinking to myself, you are self-respecting. You think you're you're cool. You want people to call you senator and have a moment of silence when you die. And everybody has to say, like Elijah Cummings, everyone has to say how great you are because that's your little club you're in. And th you're sitting through this play, really? Yeah. So they're doing that. And like then, they didn't know cameras were there to capture that moment. I think they were all like so – it was hard for them to even sit there with like a straight face. But, yeah. but so this is the image I got from the front page of the Wall Street Journal. And I'm listening to CNN virtually against my will. Fox had too many commercials. And, and they're just tisking and shaking their heads and saying, a source – so it must be that same guy they always go to, a source. That one anonymous source. Yeah, the, the source. Maybe there were two, in which case that would certainly add credibility to two the story. Two, two anonymous sources. So they said, so they're sitting there saying, said that high ranking Republicans were horrified, disgusted, afraid because all Trump did was scream and yell that it was just screaming and yelling and that it's getting worse. His condition is deteriorating. This is during the meeting. Uh, yeah, this is what they were saying. CNN they was were saying horrified, disgusted and afraid. Yes. These politicians that we have. Yes. We need to get some people with some tougher skin. <laughs> some backbone. 
every day they're just horrified, afraid, and disgusted. They're like they're cowering in the corner afraid every time of the they orange see. man. Jeez. Yeah. So that was their the impeachment. Uh, the latest, although I guess there's some other stuff going. What else? Do you, what do you got? You're scaring me right now, Mr. President. I'm kind of horrified at what you're doing. And I'm and terrifi- the the idea that he was screaming and yelling, like yeah, throwing a tantrum. Right, I mean, sure. you see him. Have with, you ever seen him do that? With all the photographers there. Actually, I have seen video where the headline says Trump, you know, throws a tantrum. And it's I not a it tantrum. Was. And I tweeted it, and I watched the whole thing, like from when he entered the room yeah. until he left the room, and I was like, "Is this the right video?" No, it's no tantrum. They just <laughs> not count at all. On people reading the headlines and go another another Trump yeah, tantrum. Yeah, because there was. They they stop like the screenshot the thumbnail. He looked annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> but that and Pelosi's like... the one standing up. Trump tweeted that thumbnail out, and then Pelosi took that picture because he tweeted out to show that look, it was Pelosi that was standing up doing stuff. Not that's me. what. Yeah, that's the picture it, I saw. Yeah, I guess. and then then Pelosi because this is the new thing now because Greta did this first. Um, Pelosi took that picture and made it her cover photo. Say, oh, you can't get me, Trump. I'm going to own the photo of me, and I'm going to make it my cover photo. On oh, Twitter. her Lisa Simpson photo, where she's like no, the pouting one that in the background? Stand, the one that you're talking about, where she's standing up, pointing down at Trump. Wait, Greta or Nancy? No, Nancy Pelosi. Greta did this oh. also when Trump tweeted out a comment about her, which she said, seems like a real nice, beautiful girl <laughs> who's looking forward to an optimistic future. And Greta took that and made that her description on Twitter. So it's just That's great. their PR managers are... Playing the yeah, game they're right. on it. Yes, yes. I wonder if they're in contact. But so what did what did Trump tweet about Trump Nancy? Trump tweeted that photo that yes. you're talking about yes. to show that it wasn't me that was throwing a tantrum. It was But Pelosi. didn't he say, didn't he have a funny caption? He might have. I don't know. You told us about I oh, think the, you told oh, me the, something oh, funny. One. I don't oh I don't know if he tweeted that with a picture he may have, but he tweeted and this is after Pelosi had said the same thing, but Trump tweeted <laughs> Pelosi is very, very sick. I'm worried about her. I want to pray for her. Everybody pray for Pelosi. It was something like that. It was hilarious because Pelosi had just said the same thing about Trump yeah. to a reporter. I really want to meet. I really want to meet the tweet writer. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I was. I heard some like inside journalist guys talking and saying like, "I know his tweet writer. I know one of his tweet writers." And I was like, "Wow, you know his tweet writer." I want to. I want to meet. I want to meet the tweet. Meet yeah, the meet, the, meet the troll. Tweeter in chief. So let's see. I guess no. I feel like there was other stuff on the on the impeachment. Oh, people oh, there were being was there interviewed was, and John Bolton is. It's increasingly likely that he's going to be subpoenaed to testify. The the refurbished and sheep dipped. I guess we can say <laughs> John Bolton's going to come out. Maybe he'll come out as a liberal. <laughs> Because it's funny to listen yeah. to him talk about John Bolton because they'll be talking about him. Yeah. John Bolton, and we all know all the bad things he's done, but even John Bolton is right. so talking oh, glowingly yeah. about him now. Isn't that what happens, though? Like, people meet Trump and somehow they get rehabbed. Comey, Mueller, you know, like, something yeah. happens and it, they just transform. They transmogrify. People the media <laughs> used to hate become media darlings after they meet Trump. Right, just by getting that. That anti Then they get to magic. go on a book tour and make millions of dollars. Yeah. And also, they say Rudy Giuliani is likely to be subpoenaed in. Oh, okay. And also Jeffrey Pyatt and Victoria Nuland? They're no, on the list, they right? will not be subpoenaed in either you one of those. 
you don't you don't think that the people who orchestrated the coup and actually know and yeah. like Jeffrey Pyatt who actually did was instrumental in getting if they, that process. If they tried to come in, then they would be tackled. I don't think they exist anymore. I think they are just disappearing into thin air, those two. Yeah, maybe they were Just did their little magic and let the midwife take care of the rest. That's right. <laughs> Wait, that's why we have to call Joe from now on, the midwife. Yeah, he's a midwife. I think that's it. I midwife think that's his Biden. new nickname. The midwife. Look it up. So, uh, oh, uh, so I heard Rush on Rush today. There was a caller. I, I, I normally hate you know, I just the bobbleheads like mega dittos rush. She didn't say that. She's like, she said this impeachment process is disenfranchising me. She said something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Rush was like, yeah, your vote doesn't count. They're, they're hijacking your vote. They are suppressing your neutralizing your vote. And I was like, Oh, okay. So now the left and the right have the exact same problem. Their votes are not being counted, so they should get together and agree on a solution like federalizing elections or whatever. That is your classic dialectic, everyone. Your thesis, your antithesis, and your synthesis. Yeah. But I will say that the Nixon resignation and installing Ford as the president was the greatest public act of disenfranchisement I've ever seen because the people who won— the presidential election were Nixon and Agnew and Agnew was run out of town. And so was Nixon and the president and vice president who were in the white house. Neither of them was elected to that office. It was Ford and Nelson Rockefeller, by the way, no wonder they tried to shoot <laughs> Ford a couple of times. Like why, who would do that? It's like having Hillary as your VP. It's like, why do they call you Hillary? Oh, to <laughs> pay, pay no mind, pay no mind to that. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, that's that. What's Mitch McConnell next? met with Republicans oh, to yeah. talk about what to expect from the impeachment process. He says that he believes an impeachment vote might actually come before Thanksgiving and that an impeachment trial could happen either before or by Christmas. I think he believes it could be wrapped up by Christmas. I don't believe that. Yeah, that doesn't that sound either. right. I can't imagine that. That's like... Why would they end a season in December if they could end it in June? Yeah, they're going to tease it. you got to leave a teaser. Or maybe there'll be some new villain that arises that crops up. Oh, they don't need to. More character development, this and that. Yeah, they've already got the established villains and heroes in the story, I guess. A new seismic phenomenon, which is being called kind of the offspring of a hurricane and an earthquake, called... Stormquakes. Stormquakes, a new scientific discovery. Stormquakes occur in the bottom of the ocean when hurricanes happen. Scientists just recently discovered this. And whenever, oh. whenever there's <laughs> discoveries like this, new weather-related discoveries, uh-huh. which changes what we know about how the weather works. <laughs> and you know what's weird? Is that it actually changes the weather. The discovery changes the weather that's my prediction yeah the discovery of so this, this thing they never saw before we're now going to see it we're going to see this new phenomenon and, and it's going to be because of climate change is why we're and seeing it can't it. of course and it happens to have been announced on i think it's it's like california earthquake day like california right now is having all the the whole entire state it's called the great shakeout Jeez. and they're having all their drills which 
I don't know if you really everybody wants to have a drill at the same time. Doesn't that kind of like cause an create problems? Yeah, that's funny so, that it came out on that day. That tells me exactly it's definitely going to be linked to climate change when we hear about it again. And anytime a scientific discovery comes out about weather, that fundamentally changes what we know about weather. Instead of taking the approach of wow, maybe we really don't know that much yes. about weather, and maybe our climate change assumptions aren't accurate. Instead, it's well, climate change caused this new thing to happen about weather because we know right. everything about weather and this has never happened before. Right. This thing needs to fit into a model. Right. It's rope it That's in. deeply flawed. I, uh, the thing about, I remember when that horrible, oh my gosh, that tsunami, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people died in that tsunami. I mean, I almost feel like if it was done intentionally, it was a population control thing. Really, hit all those poor countries. But it is possible, I think, to blow off nukes in the ocean. They used to do that to test them, and they well, definitely caused some here. waves. Yeah. <laughs> but if they could do it, create like a, an earthquake intentionally, and then that creates a tsunami or something like that, like maybe they're about to – maybe that's a good way for them to mess with the weather, and they're making up. They're setting us up for to be able to excuse some of that kind of thing. I don't know. Possibility. Whatever. I think you're right. We will see more of that, though. Uh, no, speaking of very sad, very sad thing, I uh, I hate to think about this, but I said a year or two ago, and I said, watch out for this. Watch out for reports of rising suicide and homicide rates among teens. Because they've been plummeting for years, and that makes the idea of mass shootings at schools, the disenfranchised youth, youth, all of that, harder to believe that this phenomenon is emerging, is exploding onto the scene in a population that's had declining rates of suicide and homicide, right? Because the underlying factors of mental illness are just disconnection if you look at like how gun homicides work they're almost never committed by people who haven't committed another crime first yeah so you always have to think it's like when you hear death tolls in a mass shooting all all usually in a in a mass casualty event of any kind a war or whatever there are many more casualties than there are deaths so when those proportions don't work out right, you have to like ask some fundamental questions about the causes. Mm -hmm. So I said, look, they, all your arguments about video games and SSRIs and disenfranchised, disconnected, all of that stuff would all contribute to greater suicide and homicide rates. So they're either going to listen to this show or they're going to figure it out and that you're going to see it. Maybe, maybe there was lag time. I don't know. But that's what they are saying. And uh, so I, I highlighted this CDC study. I wrote all my notes about it. And I also tweeted and pointed out that suicide awareness campaigns do not help and might hurt. Yeah. So as we see this rise in suicide, we're also seeing this massive rise in suicide advertising. Yeah. You know, if you were truly cynical, you could say, oh, they did that because they needed a rise in suicide. Yeah. Suicide has 
impacts my teen suicide or young people's suicides impacts my family in a big way a couple of times. So I don't take it lightly, but it isn't as common as you might think there, there are the general population. There's one in 10,000 people kill themselves every year, one in 10,000 people. So it's not a, a very big number. Yeah, but it's totally avoidable and it would be nice if we could help people and suicide awareness stuff is not how to do it. But the article I read in the journal today, it like only one place did it actually cite any numbers. It was all about percentage increase. And this is the rising cause of death among young people. It's one of the top five causes of death among young people. And it's like, well, that's because young people don't die of like anything. They die a third of the, a third of teen deaths is from car accidents. Half of them are from car accidents plus other accidents. And then you have homicides, which is the number one cause of death for black male teens. So, I mean, that's something we could probably actually address. And then uh, there's cancer and heart disease, but the, the likelihood of a, of a young person, dying is 50 and a hundred thousand. That's a funny, so five and 10,000. Yeah. What is that? One in 2000. That's not nothing. Is that right? Am I doing the math right? Okay. Uh, so as I wrote all this stuff down, I see on Fox news was posted three hours ago. Uh, Allison Wendell, a 10 year old in California committed suicide. And it says, uh, Friends said they, quote, knew she was being bullied because of posts they saw on the Internet. So not necessarily posts she posted, but 10-year-olds post, I guess. Anyway, um, that made me think of, like, all the the pop-up things in YouTube that talk about suicide. Remember I was telling you about that? Yeah. I mentioned it a few times. Like, there's suicide themes emerging on YouTube. They were on YouTube. There were people that would— On the young, young people. So I just think it's weird and uh like in songs and stuff, stuff that kids would remember. Yeah, so a 10-year-old I don't think would even be thinking about it. A 10-year-old is pretty young. Of course not. I don't think they would either unless they're ex- witnessing it on television or hearing about it. Yeah, and then to have the means, I mean, you know, to be able to execute it seems like another thing that would be beyond a 10-year-old. But what did the 10-year-old do? It did not I didn't see it. I read the article, but I did not yeah. see the cause of death. So that was messed up. But what to what, you know, I just, that's how they, it seems like every time I discover an anomaly, I don't, I don't really think anybody's listening to me, but I think they know that if they're going to make certain arguments, they have to have other data that, yeah. that supports it. On a bit of a lighter or potentially sadder yes. note, depending on how you <laughs> take this new study that was published. Okay, I'm going to take it as A life. Georgia State University study that just recently came out found that monkeys outperform humans when it comes to cognitive flexibility. The study found that when it comes to being willing to explore more efficient options to solving a problem, monkeys exhibit more cognitive flexibility than humans, according to a study by Georgia State University psychology researchers. So... Maybe we need monkeys to be politicians so they can more flexibly think about problems outside the left-right paradigm. Well, maybe they can't draw on experience. That's a good 
That's a good point. They don't have Maybe the experience. Maybe experience is, the, yeah. yeah, changes elasticity into plasticity where you're like, I'm not going down that road again because I know it doesn't work. Yeah, well. And a lot of times it doesn't work. All I know is I know who I'm going to for creative problem solving. From <laughs> Your here pet on monkey? Out. Yeah. <laughs> Your you know, I always wanted a pet monkey when I was a kid. And my parents were like, no way. Rabies. probably a good idea. My daughter wants a chameleon, a baby chameleon. I think because she... Well, she already picked out its name, Home Slice. Home Slice. She wants a chameleon so she can- Like a little lizard? (laughs) Yes. To keep in a glass (laughs) cage? Where it goes like this, like its little feet go like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I read that they're kind of a pain. I found this turtle on the street, so now we have a turtle. Two dogs That's a hundred-year pet, maybe. Oh, yeah, I know. They told me that. 40 years. Well, does she want the lizard to live in a glass or just to roam freely around the house? It can't roam freely. It would definitely get smushed. It's <laughs> yeah. little. She'd have to live in the class, and then it gets depressed, and you have to, like, keep the humidity right. And it's very sad having a turtle. I hate having the turtle. If, it, if I thought it would be happier in any other circumstance, I would get rid of it. Yeah, but you got to go to a turtle psychologist, a liter- lizard psychologist, put it on Prozac. Yeah. yeah, it begs for food, so I feed it, then it gets too big, and then I have to – I only did this twice. I had to get bigger tanks. So now you kind of have to keep it on a diet. Which, like, if you got nothing else to do but sit on a rock, ugh. Well, I just want to feed it, make it, it happy. It's a lot of work taking care <laughs> it's of a reptiles. Lot of work. <laughs> it's a good I lesson. think it is it a reptile? Yeah, it's a reptile. I think so. Well, you can find that reptile information and other more fascinating information on your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com at 4 p.m. or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.